Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Image Doctors Photography Podcast. I'm Jason O'Dell. And I'm Rick Walker. And it is good to be back with all of our listeners. Uh, it's good to be back with you, Rick. It seems like we've been hanging out a lot this week. We'll talk about that <laughs> more yeah, soon. It was fun. We had a good time. Um, if you followed um, our Facebook page, you probably saw a couple of pictures that I posted from our little road trip we're going to talk about. Uh, before we get into that, we have some brief announcements to make, starting with a big thank you to we got a couple more um, supporters, patrons signed up this week. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you to those who who joined our, our uh, Patreon through imagedoctorsphoto.com. Um, and uh, you'll be getting some special extra content this week because we're going to do a bonus video um, and some bonus blog stuff that we're working on. So um, we'll talk more about that when we get to it. But look out for some bonus content for our show supporters um, and and uh, patrons. So thanks again to those guys who, who signed up. Yeah. Uh, um, we also want to remind everyone we still have one space open for our photo safari in October to Rocky Mountain National Park. And that's going to be fun, right? Absolutely. Great uh, shooting, especially if if you've got a relatively new camera with subject detection, you'll have fun. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have opportunities, a mixture of landscapes and fall colors and close ups and probably some wildlife mixed in. Um, oh, yeah. So it's it's a good all around nature photography kind of safari. And it's just a nice place to kind of immerse yourself in in photography. For several days which is and, a really wonderful experience um opinion. i think that i don't think you can um, overstate how important those experiences are um for really learning your camera stuff it's one thing to just sit there and fiddle with your settings in your house and you might go out but three days and you will commit things to memory in ways that you just don't in other ways this is true with any kind of photo uh, workshop or safari or whatever you really just that coming back every morning and getting your camera out all right what are my settings and, and knowing what to look for it really helps reinforce um uh, you know committing things to muscle memory and things like that yeah and never mind being in the right places at the right times um, with great subjects you know and good people it, and good people. It's always a lot of fun socially too. So hopefully so, people can join us. Yeah, and that's that you you can get there that that um, we have a link to it on our blog imagedoctorsphoto.com. So if you go there you can you can see that that um, where uh, the information about this workshop that's upcoming first week of October. All right. So the thing we chose to do this week was something we've been wanting to do for a while, which was go out and find some uh, kind of old abandoned places down in southern colorado uh, so we took yeah. a little road trip a little overnighter yeah and we um we made trinidad colorado which is a you know a smaller size city as our base and it was nice it has a very pretty downtown area that we spent a bit of time photographing too one morning um, just a lot of uh, lots of buildings with interesting architecture you know, fun signage, you know, old neon lights. Mm -hmm. um, Buildings from the late 1800s. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's a lot of brick buildings. Very cool. Um, and if you're not familiar with where this is, um, 
Trinidad, Colorado is on the front range. It's kind of like your last major stop before crossing over into New Mexico. So it's not too yes. far from the New Mexico border. Only a few miles. Yeah. So um, we're down there and it was blazing hot. <laughs> we picked the, yeah, as most the, of the country has been dealing with hot. We've actually been pretty lucky with, with our weather this year from a heat standpoint, but boy, was it hot out there. We'll talk about that. Yeah. The, um, one of the other places that we shot at, which was a place that neither of us had been to before. I had heard a bit about it and seen some photos. It was a place called Model, Colorado, M-O-D-E-L. And it's it's tiny little borderline ghost town. There are maybe a couple of people living there, but a bunch of abandoned buildings mm-hmm. um, that are in a state of decay. And, you know, anyone that's listened to us for a while knows that we love shooting that kind of stuff. So we went there the the first afternoon and like you implied earlier, it was hot. <laughs> yeah, we, we were originally degrees. Well, yeah, it was about 37 Celsius for those keeping mm-hmm. score in other countries. Um, that was hot. And um, and here in Colorado, given the elevation, because you're up at like 6,000 feet or whatever it is, even though it's the plains, that sun just beats on you, even feels even hotter than that. So it probably felt like about 110 or something like that uh, with the sun. It was it was very hot. Uh, the original plan was that we would have gone and, and spent the evening photographing in Trinidad. We decided we would do that the following morning when it was much cooler. So sometimes, the, and, and there's reasons for that. drink beer instead. <laughs> yeah, well, it was refreshing. And get cool inside. It, it, was, it was better. So one of the things um, that we did was, you know, we, we, we I guess... You know, we went there to see what it was like, just to see if it was worth worth shooting. Because sometimes you hear about these places and you're not really sure how well it would work. Um, we were lucky; we had some clouds, so that helped a lot. But it was still pretty pretty hot out there. But there wasn't there was a few little you know dirt road blocks that you could walk around. Um, and we didn't go inside these buildings except for one that we were given permission to do so because um, you don't want to be wandering around inside old old um, abandoned things because you just not only is it dangerous well it's technically trespassing but also it could be dangerous right you could step on a nail or something you just don't know what's in there a lot of junk um so we did most of our photography just walking around the outside um with the idea being we were going to try to take a certain now we took slightly different approaches um so i think it's fair to talk about about what we brought and why and what what we shot with Mm um you shot with your infrared kit for the most part if i am correct right for that right. day yeah, uh, which was a good a good thing to use infrared kit mm-hmm. right so you had the filters that we've talked about in the past this was your your nikon z6 right your converted mm-hmm. okay so the clip in filters that we got from kalari um so that gives you some different spectrum choices to use what which choices did you go with i know you shot some 720 IR, right? Yeah, I shot 720 IR. I used their IR chrome filter, which gives you an aerochrome look. So you get red vegetation Mm -hmm. if it's normally green. And sort of blue skies. But you get blue skies and a lot of other things look kind of normal too. It's an interesting look. And and then I just used the um, hot mirror filter um, with the camera to give me normal visual light uh, images. Oh, cool. So it was... It was really just those three that I used, and and that's not a bad, um, an op. That's not a bad option 
um, if you can use those um, internal filters with, with you know, because not all the cameras support that, but but Sony and I think Canon and Nikon for sure, and maybe even Fuji, um, the the flange distance is long is just long enough that you can put a clip-in filter in there and not run into problems with mounts, um, with lenses bumping up against the filters and not being able to attach properly. So you kind of had a complete um, all-purpose kit there, right? So you, you could do mm -hmm. visible, you could do infrared, and you just had to change out the filter. Um, and um, was that a big deal? I wouldn't call it harrowing in the field because it certainly isn't, but um, these things are very light and small. And you need to find a place where you can put your bag down mm -hmm. and kind of lay things out and then switch out the filters, blow them off if necessary. So it's not an instantaneous thing. Right. But I'm not going to say it's super hard. Right. But when flies are biting you on your ankles and it's, you know, almost 100 degrees out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. This is appeal. Right. Well, yeah, there's impacts to the creative process. No, I was just thinking about... Um, your kit because the alternative is to use front filters you know that's mm -hmm. another i mean it's sure. it's a viable alternative to that um the they're easier to change probably in the field just swapping yes. out a front filter because you're just putting it on your, you're not taking the lens off it's it's a lot easier the downside though is that as we find out a lot with these kits is that manufacturers aren't really making the nice set of lenses with all the same <laughs> front filter sizes necessarily there are ways to achieve it but like i know so you brought three lenses right rick mm -hmm. and so what yeah. were those i brought a 14 to 30 the um, 28 to 75 nikon slash tamron and then the nikon 70 to 300 which i didn't really use very much mm -hmm. i mainly used the shorter focal length lenses yeah i could see that the 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 70 the 28 to 75 is really one of the better lenses we've tried for for infrared in general and it's mm -hmm. an f2.8 and it's not terribly huge uh now you're, and your 7300 that was the um p the uh the full frame AFP. the newer one but it's an f mount so you had to have a, an adapter but that's a three lens kit you could do kind of everything with it um from visible to infrared and you know fun stuff so that's that's kind of cool it's not crazy heavy or anything no no um i brought my z6 i ended up not using it um but it was for a different reason i i wanted to get you, more. you didn't do any infrared i didn't i just didn't do interesting anything. well i didn't realize that and well here's the re <laughs> here's a reason for that it okay. sort of relates to that 100 degrees and biting flies thing yeah <laughs> okay so so normally when we go out to one of these places, you want to have some time to kind of absorb uh, the scene and get a feel for what you're shooting and start let the shots start coming to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I wanted to do a slightly different approach. I wanted, I, well, I wanted to use my Micro Four Thirds kit, the Olympus OM-1. And mm -hmm. I brought the 12 to 100 zoom. So it was the equivalent of a 24 to 200 not super small, but boy, is it versatile. Um, and I wanted just to, to, to use that um, and just try it and get more time behind mm -hmm. it. And I, and I knew it would be a good place for infrared, but that meant having to bring a Nikon kit. So I did pack the Z6 and the, just the 28 to 75. And when you are out there for 
you know, it, it was just a matter of time before everything in your brain starts locking up because of the heat, the sun, and then the flies that were biting, <laughs> biting. And they hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's not really fun. And so I did all my visible light, you know, my color shooting, and I just was kind of done. I felt kind of baked, you know, it was just, I, I mm -hmm. could have gone into my bag and gotten out the Z6 and redone things with infrared. But the other thing I was trying to do, and it was more the next day, is uh, if you recall our episode a couple of months ago when we spot did a spotlight on, you know, particular photographers, one, one of the photographers we mentioned was a guy named Stephen Shore. He's still out there. In fact, he's active on Instagram. Um, if you want to find him out there and we had talked about doing shooting where you go out and you try to sort of channel that style, that vibe. And that's something I wanted to do in this particular shoot. And it's interesting because if you go over on Instagram right now, he's posting images that he took that were in that book that we talked about his road trip, these very, that seemed very, um, what's the word you know just almost mundane color street mm -hmm. photos you know mostly wider shots of cars on the you know old downtowns from the midwest and it's he's posting them because it's 50 years ago that he did that trip so it was 73 so he's posting shots in, on his instagram feed from 50 years ago here's what i shot 50 years ago and it was interesting because he was only making like eight or ten exposures a day <laughs> you know, on, his, on his trip yeah i think I think I looked it up and he was using a old crown graphic um, press camera. Wow. Okay. That's <laughs> just, wow. It's a lot to lug around. Manly. Yeah. And anyhow, I wanted to channel that vibe, that style, not just in the photos themselves, but also in the processing. So I stuck with color. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, it, uh, the, the idea of a cold beer became more appealing than, than staying out and you know and waiting for for it to get cool because brick buildings radiate a lot of heat so right so the following morning after we were recharged we went out and shot the downtown trinidad which is a very productive little downtown historical area it's very nice um better I than spent, i expected i hadn't spent a lot of time there i've driven through there a bunch um but it was actually better than i remembered it was it was kind of neat yeah, and I mean, some of the streets are still paved with brick. It's right. very cool. And again, the vibe here was sort not really the decay, but it, this was more of like photo walk in an old historical downtown. So what we were looking for, um, I tried to take some photos that were those wider street scenes, you know, a la Stephen Shore vibe, you know, mm -hmm. things that I wouldn't have normally photographed, like, there's just a car at the gas station, right? Or, mm -hmm. or um, you know, just business storefronts. But then some of the other stuff that we like to do, right? Tighter shots, close-ups. I know we found right. reflections, which is one of our favorite subjects. Oh, yeah. Had lots of fun with those. You know, and the idea. Me, you know, for me on this shoot, you know, going into it, I definitely wanted to do the latter stuff in, in, in downtown Trinidad. But my plan was to focus primarily on infrared out in model Colorado mm -hmm. and just kind of do mm -hmm. it that way. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Both work. But I it was just 
what I decided to do. And like I've said many, many times, I find it easier to focus on either infrared or visual. Yes. When I start mixing the two, um, it just slows me down and frustrates me a bit. Yeah. And for me, it would have meant switching systems. And I would have had to have thought about that differently. And again, not that I can't do that. I've, I've done it before. Um, but when you're baking in the heat, it wasn't something I want. Now you shot color in the downtown area, right? Yes. Yeah, me yeah, too. Okay, so that, that was that was that. And no I no infrared down there. I went with a processing vibe, at least with my shots, that give it more of that sort of vintage film look. Not mm -hmm. totally washed out, but a little grain. And that's something we'll I'm gonna actually post into our blog for our um patron level and higher our blog followers we're going to add some some information about how we process some of these shots from this trip and we will be posting a gallery on our blog site for you guys to see our images from this trip um, that'll be open to anybody who wants to check it out at imagedoctorsphoto.com yep we'll um, links to it from facebook etc yeah we'll put, we'll put it out there and so we'll have links to our, our respective galleries so you can take a look at our, our photos from the trip because obviously this is an audio podcast and I can't show you any pictures. Um, but we are going to share some of our photos in our bonus episode this week. So if you are a patron, we will walk you through some of our favorite shots and maybe some of our less than favorite shots because not all right. of them worked. No, and some of them, you know, we're at least in my case, I'm just still thinking about them, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't a, necessarily hate them, but I don't necessarily love all of them either. That's pretty normal. <laughs> that that yeah, there there is that. And coming up with a compact uh, you know, a collection or of gal, you know, a collection of photos. I'm using a collection, I don't mean Lightroom collection, although that's what we were using, but you know, to make a, a collection of photos that goes together, that works, that tells a story, it's not the easiest thing to do. Um, you know, especially if you're not thinking about making that collection when you start and that's the i guess one of the important things if you're going and doing a trip like this you know think about the kinds of shots you're going to want to get so that even if it means writing down a list to remind yourself wait i need a close-up i need a reflection i need a wide shot of the street you know you might not get them all but at least you're you're making yourself a checklist to to try mm -hmm. to have a mix of the and over time that's going to help because you're going to start committing those ideas more to your um long-term memory system if it's right. if we have any left <laughs> so anyway um i'm pretty sure that was well we had, we had we stopped for some good barbecue on the way too and some great street tacos in pueblo on the way home so it was a fun trip it's never bad when you can do that <laughs> <laughs> no it, just you know anytime we can involve tacos it's a good trip as far as i'm concerned yeah those yeah. were pretty good so um did we miss anything, Rick? Did I screw up something? I think the, those are the key things. And and then again, for our um, supporters, you know, please take a look at our video bonus episode too, because um, it it does make a difference when we can show you the images and just right. talk about our, you know, what went into the shot, what are our feelings about it, what might we do different. I think it'll be good. Okay. Well, until next time, happy shooting. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>